Hey everyone, welcome to the SNM Pod. We're your hosts, Osama and Shazen, and we're going to be discussing about sports and music and any of the latest transfers or new releases that are going to be happening in music as well, and things that we anticipate from either of these two areas. So stay tuned, and we hope you enjoy the pod. Welcome, guys, to the ninth episode of the SNM Pod. Uh, we have a lot to get into today, so let's just get right into it. Um, we obviously had a highly anticipated album uh, get released this past Friday. Uh, and what was that album, Shazan? We've, we've been talking about that. We've been talking about this album for like the past two weeks. I think I was talking about it like I was talking about it like two weeks ago when yep. in, on Instagram there were like uh, speculation that uh, this album might be dropping soon, and it did. Basically, Don Oliver released his second studio album, which is called Life of a Don, and uh, it released this Friday. It was the biggest release, like because there there weren't any other big song, big artists that dropped an album or something. But uh, like this whole album was insane, and we both have had our like listens, like one or two. I had more. I had like four or five listens already into the album because I had my time, so I just listened to it. I think you've had like one or two good listens into the album. So we're gonna be doing a complete review. We're gonna be we're gonna have segments consisting of the production quality, artist performance, the features, and the overall album. So I guess uh, so I guess yeah. So I guess uh, do you want to start with the artist performance first, or first okay. of all, do you do, do you want to just give the overview of all your views on the album and stuff? Yeah. How about we go like what our initial thoughts were on the album? Itself yeah. First. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So okay. you want to start or should I go first? Uh. All right. I'll go. Okay. Yeah, go. Um, so, you know, when I first listened to the album, I listened to it in the car um, and, you know, like full volume, I was blasting it. But um, yeah, so just in the car initially, when I like, I, I played the first track and I already liked the first track instantly. Like I was like, oh, that, this, that song for sure, I, I loved right away. Right. But then as soon as I kept going forward and like track after track, um, for some reason, I kind of just felt like it was really repetitive um and then also like i didn't feel that it was anything special i thought uh, it's a very like average album it's not really amazing like i've obviously like i like don toliver music like i've heard a bunch of his songs already and there's a lot that have in like my regular rotation um so i kind of know like what type of music he makes but i don't know like this album kind of just felt like uh it's it's not the greatest okay so that was my first listen um all right so then I was like, you know what? Okay, I need to like properly listen to this album. So I listened to it on my headphones. Um, and I think know, I suggested you that it. because yeah, exactly. Yeah. You were saying, you know, you need to listen because yeah. I told you like, I was like, oh, it's such an average album. You told me that no, it was because great album. no, I because like, I told I I think I told you before you listened to this album last night. You remember because yes. when I heard the album, I also had like similar reactions because I first listened to the album when I was at the gym. Like I was playing it there, and uh, by the way, like there's no one else in the gym, so it's just me. So I was blasting it like in full volume uh so i listened to the album but like when you're working out you're not focusing on the lyrics and just like all like the overall production and everything you're listening to the songs so i like i found like the album was not amazing but not bad like it was a good album i was going through songs and stuff i liked a few of them but then well, when i came back home i just I, I had to work on an assignment so i just went on my laptop and then i put all my gaming headphones on and stuff and i Started listening to the album. Then I saw the real, the real picture of the album. Like I, I, the production quality, and everything, everything just changed. So then I told you, 
like uh, i called you and i was like yo if if you want to listen to the album properly just listen to it on your headphones yeah yeah and you honestly you were right like as soon as i listened to it on my headphones every single song sounded so different than when i was in the car like it just you can tell instantly like the amount of effort that's put into each and every song um like production wise it's kind of crazy like every single song like obviously the ad libs are always there but his vocals like you can they feel different like the the whole album felt like a different type of experience when you're listening to it on your headphones so like for anyone that's going like if they haven't listened to this album already if they have maybe like you have to listen to it like with your headphones first like 100% that's the only way you're going to get the full experience of it and man like it my opinion changed completely uh than one than my first listen like this it was like i already started enjoying every almost every song like i thought it was really enjoyable um but okay what what were your initial thoughts then i mean i i told i told you like my first listen wasn't that good it was good but like after listening to the, like in on like headphones and stuff then i started to realize the overall production in the album was insane the melodic voice by don toliver was just beautiful and the way that he was switching from his rap to his melodic voice then from melodic to rap was insane it was flawless it was pretty it was just insane like to see how easy it was for him to basically switch flows and everything and uh, like when i was i even the, even the little details like almost like after like four or five songs i think this was in like four or five songs but at the very end you heard like a melodic don toliver slowly going in the background with an electric guitar playing or uh, or like on one uh, pianos and that was my dean who was working his magic and it just ele- it just elevated the songs for me in my opinion yeah no like i think you're right like honestly um the vocals first of all are his vocals we already know are really good but like in this album like they were i like they were so good man like um and then you're right the transition was so like you couldn't even tell like he would all of a sudden like he'd just be you know like doing his little vocal thing that he always does and then um start rapping and i'm like yo okay normally like you don't hear him rap too much right because as a feature you only have like so much time on a song so you would only hear like one of the sides and a lot of the times it would kind of just be like his melodic and like vocal um part that you would be able to see but because like you know in this album he didn't have that many features so it's kind of just like let, let's see what he can do and um i th- i think he honestly delivered man like um he had kind of a mix of things in the album and then transitions were amazing uh yeah like overall like i i thought i thought it was a pretty good album like i already you, have quite a few songs like saved um yeah. i still need to go back and listen to a few more like i haven't listened to some properly so i need to go back and listen to a few more but yeah like overall i thought it was like really fun listening to it yeah but the thing is uh like initially when the album was announced and everything i was expecting a bit more features on the album because right. it was a second album but uh, i think now after listening to it i think it wasn't perfect but it was a good amount of features because him he himself the way that he was switching from rapping to his uh, melodic is uh, melodic singing and stuff i think like those count as basically a feature because it's like two different voices in one song right so i guess it made it made up for like <laughs> uh, most of it yeah i guess i think honestly like with this album he kind of showcased like his versatility um yeah. like we were able to tell like what really he can do like his range um mm. so yeah 
He definitely delivered. Yeah, that's for sure. He definitely delivered. Uh, but the thing is, uh, like I, I was expecting a few, like just like I said, like I was expecting a few more features. But you're right, like it just worked out. Like it was perfect. I think uh, if if we get a deluxe version of this album, I think he's gonna have more features on it. But if even if we don't, like it doesn't matter. This this uh, album is amazing. And yeah. uh, just for him in general, like it's gonna set his career. Like it's it's gonna it, he's already is on like the number one spot on Apple Music and on Spotify. So he is doing big numbers right now. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Like uh, going back to the feature thing, I think when we in, originally also talked about um, the album, like when you were you know telling us, oh, like you know th- this album is about to come out when we're when we're expecting it. When we yeah. initially talked about it, um, we definitely talked about how he's going to have to have a lot of features because even in Heaven and Hell he did have a bunch of features in there, right? And like, I yeah. kind of thought that he was more of like, you know, he relies on features in his music. Mm. Um, but then this album kind of changed my mind. Now I'm like, okay, maybe he can produce an individual album um, yeah. where it's just him and it's still a great, like, it's really good work. Like it's, it, yeah, like it kind of just showed that he can do it on his own. Like he doesn't really need to have like a, a bunch of features on his album. And when, when an artist can do that, that's when like they can really have a huge influence as well right like um it's not just about oh like he's gonna have big features so now there's gonna be a huge influence that he can make in the industry but like he can do his own thing and he'll be fine he'll be just fine obviously though um with don Tolliver, like we know that there's a huge connection between him and travis anyways yeah like uh, it showed throughout the album like yeah the, the we, we have to get into that on the production side yeah 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 well i think we should just uh let's just start transition with the artist. yeah yeah i guess yeah so the first category that we're going to be getting into is the artist performance, which is Don Tolliver. So I guess uh, I, I'm, I'm just going to pull up the track list and I'm just going to go like, it's going to be a short overview of all of the songs, but it's like, uh, yeah, we're both going to just give our like little opinions on the songs as well. So basically, uh, the first song was Escape with an X. And this song was teased in his trailer, like it was a background song for his trailer. And I thought that he might... Uh, I, I actually thought that he was not going to release the song. I think it was just for the trailer, but it sounded beautiful. Like even the, uh, even in the trailer because of the production, like the, the, the beat of the song was completely different that I've heard before. Right. It just sounded different and it, it was just flowing throughout the whole song. And I, and I loved it. And Don Tolliver, especially with his melodic flow, like his, his performance in the song was amazing. Even in like five X, uh, it was a typical Don Tolliver song. He was like, there weren't many bars in the song or anything, or like many, like it wasn't a very like lyrical song. And, but yeah, not at all. It, yeah. his, his flow was everything in the song. Even even way bigger, way bigger was a little bit like of a beat switch. He was basically going for a faster beat, at like from the like beginning of like the two songs weren't that quick, right? But this uh, transitioned into like a faster song, a faster beat, and he portrayed himself. Like, he can basically do anything he wants to in this album yeah uh, yeah okay so can i just want to go back to uh what is it five x right yeah um so with this song um like instantly as soon as i played it i was like man this is such a travis scott song like this is yeah exactly yeah. the type Even of the song ad-libs. that travis scott would make yeah 100 the ad-libs are exactly like what we like we we're already used to with travis um but the thing is like we see a yeah. lot of artists like they're they will try to like copy his flow or, or like at least take some bits and pieces from it but like i think yeah no and it doesn't work out to, for everyone yeah exactly no one else has been able to like deliver it like don Tolliver. like his just really 
it fits perfectly with Travis's sound. Um, but okay, we'll we'll get it. We'll get into like further into that. But uh, yeah, I thought Five X was definitely um, one of the songs where I was like, man, this is like a, you can see the influence right away uh, that Travis has had on him. I mean, if you like, even like in some of the ad lips, he goes, yeah. So I actually thought that it was Travis Scott. Like, I, I'm not yes. going to lie. I was like, yo, is yeah. that Travis Scott in the song? Or is it just yeah. his ad lips? Because he's done that before. Uh, for example, like I was, I think it was the Nav and Wheezy mixtape uh, where there was a song called Young Wheezy. Because, and Gunna basically uh, just said that, uh, in the, Gunna was featured in the songs and he said that, uh, he said something about Travis Scott, and then there was a background like ad lib by actually by Travis Scott. And it was like the flame, so I thought it was something similar that Don Dollar has. But then, but then when it went like it kept on going. Okay, I was like, okay, this is Don Dollar, and his ad libs are insane. I was not expecting these ad libs for him, and they actually worked out, and it, they were brilliant. Like uh, throughout the whole album, not just Five X, but like in you know, all the other songs as well. Uh, and then uh, like even a flocky flocky. Uh, I think the uh, Travis Scott and uh, Don Toliver just complimented each other so well because Don Toliver's performance, like, uh, even, uh, and this song was is uh, was amazing uh, because he kept the flow like he wasn't trying to copy like uh, Travis's uh, flow in that song. He kept his own flow. He kept his own rhythm, and I think he outshined Travis a little bit on the song. And I mean, and uh, I I don't I don't want to sound biased, and I'm not being biased here, but I think. Travis Scott let Don Toliver shine a bit more in the songs because it is because it is his album, right? So, and uh, he is uh, like co-signed to him. So I think Travis let Don Toliver outshine him in this song just because like it's his album, so it makes more sense. Yeah, no, but honestly, with Flocky Flocky, when like the <laughs> the beat like started, man, this is such a different type of beat. Obviously, we'll get more into like the beat and production yeah. of it, but yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that we were talking about uh like you know before the podcast was how um like it was the only time where at least for me that i felt you know travis's transition was so smooth like um it, the music that like don Tolliver makes like it just fits so perfectly with it so yeah. like normally you know when a tra when travis scott is a feature on a song like you can kind of hear like in the back he'll do his ad-libs and then he'll yeah. kind of do like a little bit of an introduction that okay you know i'm here now it's my part um but in this case, like you didn't need anything. You didn't need anything additional um, to like introduce Travis's part. It just flowed right into it. And I thought that was sick. Like for like, you know, Don Tolliver's, Don Tolliver to be able to do that, it kind of almost made them seem like on an equal level at a certain point on that yeah. side. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Uh, but like overall, like, what do you think about like of Don Tolliver's performance? Like overall, just a general opinion, like in the album. Yeah, okay, so like I was mentioning earlier, I think I didn't realize like his versatility. I didn't know that he could like transition from rap to like his vocals, like R and B. Instantly, yeah, like, exactly. That. Exactly. Like it, it was so smooth. Um, so that was something that I was really surprised by. Like I didn't see that in his previous album. Like I didn't see that in Heaven and Hell. Um, so like being able to see that in his individual work, like where he's he's the only like artist in the song, it just it was really cool. Like I think um he definitely was uh like he's definitely set himself as like a really influential artist from his performance alone on this album okay, right I, like i think we've heard albums before where you know sometimes we're just like oh the feature saved it like even donda i think was an album where 
like the features kind of saved it because like, um kanye was more focused i think on production so he didn't really yeah lyrically he didn't yeah he didn't bring anything too different when he was rapping because we've obviously like we know with kanye like he's he's also a great rapper but and that album i think he mainly focused on production but it was i this, think he was i think he tried to like bring out the avengers of rappers he bought out every yeah. single major rapper singer like in that album i think yeah i think with like, that album too like yeah i think with that album too like he wanted to just show like this is like i'm basically i own all of these guys like i can and he does in my opinion he does yeah in my yeah, opinion like, he does it kind of showed like the influence that he had on all of those artists as well like, for example travis scott yeah exactly. exactly travis scott is mostly influenced by kanye west yeah and then and obviously like, like the competition between drake and him so like that kind of yeah. maybe could have fueled him to just go in that direction where it's like yo like i can bring all of these artists into my album yeah um, uh, and they all speaking, performed really well like obviously yeah, the little, little baby was so good in that album the baby's every album. like the baby's good in every single album like yeah, whenever yeah. he's a, whenever he's a feature he's just amazing like he knows how to get in his bag yeah Yo, uh i you like uh, okay i wanted to add something uh when you were talking about the kanye west and drake thing i know we're going a little bit off topic but uh yesterday I uh, I was with my cousin and we were just listening to music on the YouTube. It just suggested me a song. And do you remember the song we used to listen to it all the time? It was Blessing by Oh yes, song. yeah. Do you, do you yeah. remember the features yeah, of that yeah. song? Yeah. Okay. So I think when it initially came out, it was Big Sean, Drake, Jay Z, I think, and Kanye. Oh, right? Yeah. Was Jay Z not in it? I think it was uh, because the word the version that I heard recently it was just Kanye and Drake. Okay, so now if you go on Spotify and you like listen to the song, it just has yeah. Drake and uh, Drake and Big Sean now. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, have no like Kanye the word. verse from yeah. There's no there's no verse from Kanye, but I love that verse, man. I thought it was so good. Like I miss any anytime I listen to no, the song, I'm like, man, yeah. I wish Kanye's verse was in this. That's the thing. So for example, like I what I wanted to say was that Kanye West and Drake actually like sounded amazing together in that song. Like they they were actually like they were amazing. And I think it, there was another song, which was a Kanye West song. I think it was Champions, where he had like a lot of uh, artists in that song. But I think he had Drake also in that song. I think it yeah. was Champions. No. Yeah. No, yeah, did yeah, he have was... Drake in it? I don't think Champions? so. No, no, he, he, no, no, no. He didn't have Drake in it. But there was another song I forgot. In that song, he had Travis Scott, Big Sean, Gucci Mane, and everyone. Uh, but I think Kanye West well, goes well with Drake. But I guess we are, we're not going to be listening to them go like yeah. singing no other. i think um one old song that like is obviously like an all-time song with like the craziest features ever is forever i think forever. maybe you're talking M-M-M, about forever. M-M-M, yeah yeah, yeah. Lil, That's oh my god man oh like that is such a good song it's timeless like anytime you can go back and listen to the song and like if you look at the features it's just so crazy i mean at it's, that time though obviously it's the goats. Wasn't as big. It's pretty much the goats yeah, yeah. Lil wayne was Lil Wayne was the goat at that time. Exactly, and yeah, because he was obviously still in that label, like YMCNB. So, like, yeah. obviously Lil Wayne was, like, the leader of that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, that that song was an insane amount of features. So good. Um, so, yeah. yeah, like, you're right. Like, if, if we saw a Drake and Kanye, um, like, collab album, that would be amazing because Kanye can produce, like, like the best, I think, out of any artist. Yeah, and then, and then Drake, um, Drake just carries everything to like exactly, yeah, like his flow, his, collaboration. his bars, like he kind of everything, brings all of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah so that combo would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, but anyways, let's get back to our album review. 
yeah. so I guess yeah so I guess like Don Toliver out like he was uh, his versatility showed throughout the whole album and it was amazing right it's like I wasn't expecting him to be this I I knew that he was he was he, like he raps and then he sings but the way that he was transition transitioning between them was amazing yeah. so yeah. but I I think but honestly uh, how I we... can't stress enough but like if yeah. you don't listen to on headphones you won't be able to see that like a hundred percent like if you're kind of just listening to the album then you you won't really realize like what he actually did and how much effort was actually put into this so like you have to like you have to listen to it like on your headphones no i agree i like it's the best way you can listen to that album even with Dondo, if you want to like get the full experience you just have to listen to it like on headphones and full volume or something yeah, no, I agree. Like even obviously, yeah, you're right. Like Donda took a few listens for sure. Um, so like maybe like I'll even start liking this album more. But like I'm telling you, within a day, I was able to literally completely change my mind on the album. Like initially, yeah. I was like, eh, it was okay, it was average. Yeah, because you but messaged me. Yeah, you messaged me like a few hours ago. I don't like. I'm not like this album is average. It's not that. We'll listen to it on headphones, and then we're gonna talk about it, and then yeah. I. Yeah interviews right now so i guess like my like it actually works it was for you as well yeah no 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 like it, it can change anyone i guess and even if you look yeah, so like anyways when so, i listened to it too initially yeah. i was like okay you know what let me just see what other people are thinking about it maybe like i'm just way off with this and then I, if i go if you go on twitter or anything too most people are like oh it's a really good album so i was like uh I don't know how I feel about it. I was literally just searching for like negative comments on it. Cause I was like, man, can someone just agree with me? And then I finally found someone who yeah. was like, oh yeah, it's a, you know, it's a bit, it's an average album. Um, I feel it's too repetitive and uh, like, he should just be a feature artist. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of what I feel. But then when I listened to it properly, I was like, oh, this is what everyone else is seeing. They probably listened to it, you know, like properly the first time, which you have to do. Yeah. That, that is okay so i guess now we should basically give so we're how we're gonna do is we're gonna give our ratings like for each individual category so out of 10 i think i'm gonna go for a 9.5 for like uh as an individual performer like for throughout the whole album okay um i think i will go with like uh i think i'll go with a nine maybe an 8.5 8.5 to 9 um, and the only reason 8.5, isn't it a bit too low just because, it, okay. Yeah. yeah. So let me explain, let me explain why. So the only reason is because, um, I really like Don Tolliver's like, you know, feel good music. So like, this was more of like a yeah. chill, like kind of like, you know, emotional mm -hmm. type album. Um, yeah, so I that's agree. the only reason. Um, and I maybe wanted to see a little more of those songs as well. Like there was definitely one song. Um, I th cross faded, which I I thought was sick. Like I really loved that song, and that's kind of what I'm more used to with uh, Don Tolliver. So I was like, maybe if you had a mix of those a little bit more. But um, aside from that, yeah, like that that's why like I'll give him the eight point five to nine. Okay, so like I the point five that I took out was for the reason I basically took your opinion, but like opposite way. Uh, because uh, see the thing is like I went for this like when said that he was trying to basically give us an album uh you the, that he was trying to do like different things in it and now we want more of it like we want the more uh like vibe you're trying to like uh, type of songs or like a bit of uh, songs with faster beats and stuff like we're gonna need more of this 
because it's only his second album so he's just gonna get better and better right so we're gonna get like more music from him from time to time like probably by next year we're gonna get another album because his last album dropped last year so uh, I'm just taking it that in a positive way like it makes us want to listen to him more and more and more and he's gonna grab more attention to himself that's why I took a that's why I gave him more points and the point five that I took off was solely because of the reason uh, it was not a full 10 out of 10 performance for me just because uh, there were some songs that I felt that he could have done a little bit more better or he could have basically switched like stayed like on basically on a faster beat rather than a slow beat. Uh, yeah. But overall, it was an amazing performance, in my opinion. So, like, our criteria would be basically if it's under six, if it, anything's under six, it's bad. Everything above six is basically just going to get better and better. So, under six. Oh, is yeah. Bad. We're going like, to be like un- unapologetically, six, obviously, truthful about like what we feel about that. Yeah. Like, we're not afraid to, yeah. like, you know, yeah. be critical about it. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm just going to give it a high rating because I just, because after listening to his melodic, uh, singing and his rapping that's what i feel like it was that good for me yeah and that's why i also gave him a pretty high rating because i didn't know like he could also rap like yeah. this like i didn't realize he had that in him so seeing that was really cool yeah yes let's uh, move on to our second category do you want to go with production or um sorry what were the what was the other category production or features uh okay we'll get into production after actually let's do features first okay yeah let's go okay so let's get into the features uh, album where travis scott in two songs there was kel uh i hope i'm pronouncing that name right there's baby keem which yes there was uh, heaven was pronounced it was basically written as hvn and then uh yeah that was it so these were the features not a lot of features there's like four features in total uh pretty much yeah there's four features in total uh for me my standout feature was travis scott and baby keem and uh, travis scott on flocky flocky keem uh because in flocky flocky the way that travis scott came because the thing is and when it comes to travis scott features because he's not that amazing when he has his when he's on his own songs he is good but he's not on his travis scott's level when he's on his own songs uh but this song showed that it was basically uh, like you said before, so basically the way that Travis Scott just slid in that song was just beautiful. Like, uh, like even like because like you said before, like the the song didn't need like a transition, right? Like I think that's yeah. So like uh, because of the no transition, Travis Scott just came in the song and it, it felt like it was a Travis Scott song, even though John Tolliver also fit in the song. I but like. They both like basically was uh, basically like set the pace of the song like perfectly for each other, and it felt like it was just made for them, and it was beautiful. It was one of the best features in in my opinion throughout the whole album. Uh, what do you think about the Travis Scott feature in general? Flocky, flocky. I mean, in general, yeah. Like, okay, in general, obviously Travis Scott's always a great feature to have because yeah. he will always find a way to make like a song his own. But yeah. that's what I really loved about this song was it, he didn't do that. Like, it, yeah, it, like you know, an equally an equal contribution from both artists. And yeah. that's what I really liked. Um, I thought it was amazing that there was no like ad libs needed to introduce Travis. It just went right into it. And it was um, like a really smooth transition, um, like you were saying before. So that's that's what I really liked with this. And um, yeah, I mean, like their sounds are already so similar. It's a very easy thing for them to be on a song together. It's just like, it's a really good combination. 
So, um, like, if, let's say, like, if they had a collab album, that would be amazing. Like, that would be perfect. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah like, like tw- 12 straight tracks of just them huh. two would be Travis sick. and Don Toliver would be amazing. Yeah. Yo, like, but the uh, thing is, uh, yeah, but the thing is, like, I've seen, like, most of the times, like, whenever Travis Scott is a feature, like, the artist who has, like, who has him as a feature forces Travis, uh, forces the producer to basically switch the beat a little bit to make basically Travis Scott a part of that song, which did, which, yeah. which wasn't needed in this song, right? Like, it Not was perfect. Because uh, I think uh, Travis Scott produced this song with uh, Mike D. Was it Mike D? Um, fuck. Actually, no, actually, no, 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 no. Yeah, it was it's some new guys that we don't know about. But they, and in this song, uh, like, for me, there were elements of, like, some Spanish music they're playing in the background, for example, like, guitar play that, uh, I, I can't like basically like sing it, but like you know what I mean, like the uh, the the guitar playing in the background and the music, it just sounded a little bit Spanish, which worked beautifully. And uh, uh, it's just a theory that I have. I don't know if you agree with me, uh, because it's called Life of a Dawn, and that's like a Spanish term and everything, right? So do you think like that's why he had like a lot of Spanish elements in this album because there were like a lot of Spanish music elements throughout the whole album. Many that's actually songs. a really good point I, I didn't actually originally think of that that that's, yeah. that probably makes a lot more sense like it, it makes yeah. sense why i guess they went in that direction um i mean yeah. just speaking like solely on the name of the album too like it's such a cool name man like life it's, of a, it's a sick like, name how sick it, right it's, it's like yeah. it's probably the best name out of any album that's like come out so far this year like it's just a name 100 it, so 100 cool. yeah, yeah like like it's the best name for this year it's probably the best name of an album even though yeah, certified like, lover boy and everything yeah. i just like it, it didn't match like to the album like even though certified lover boy was the lover boy's album but like i don't know like even like the i think we talked about this previously as well like the album art cover and everything wasn't just like a good mix and even this album art cover it feels like a travis scott album cover but then don Tolliver has his own element to it and the name it just fits out perfectly it's amazing yeah no, no no you're right like just in terms of like the name the cover like those things they did a really good job with and yeah. even like um the snippets that they would release and stuff like that like yeah. they did a really good job of um putting together the album yeah uh but i guess uh, so, so like what, what do you think about the other features uh, throughout the whole album okay so um i thought another really good song was outer space and baby keem was in that song yeah. um and that was yeah. a great feature man like I think you were initially telling me too that oh it doesn't even sound like baby came like it sounds really different but you like the song too um and you're right like his sound is very different in this song like i think he kind of um went a little more in don toliver's direction with it and um but i I loved it like i thought that was a really good feature and the song was like a really good one for me like it's one of my favorites um and then also the vocals with uh, the kaylee uh I, i don't know how to say that last name but with that feature like it, it fit perfectly like their vocals fit very well with each other's so that was also the, a good feature for the song out. drugs and hella melodies yeah drugs and hella melodies exactly but like he didn't have any other like that, big, that big song name is beautiful yeah that song but is, he did that song is beautiful in my opinion that was amazing yeah it's more of like an angelic song type yeah. like he kind of and uh, just by the way just by the way the feature that you're talking about that's actually don toliver's girlfriend oh is it really no way I yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to know about that recently, like a few hours ago, actually. Uh, so someone was talking That's about funny. it. That, yeah. that basically, 
uh, people researched about it like because there's a music video for the song because this was a, which was released as a single before. So yeah, they were like right. in a bat- bathtub and everything and the way they were, sure, they were shooting, people actually speculated, are they dating or not? But it turns out they are. He, she's his girlfriend, so it makes sense. Okay, yeah, then that definitely makes sense. But they fit really well together, like on a song. Yeah, as well. exactly. So you you can see the intimacy, like throughout the like in the lyrics and the songs. So like they, uh, it basically matched well, and uh, I like her voice throughout the whole song. It was amazing. Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. Like because I guess she's also like more of obviously a vocalist. Um, that's yeah. what Don Toliver did in this song too. Like he kind of just showed yeah. his vocals. Um, and we already know his vocals are really good, so it was a he good fe- it was a good feature to pick out there. Um, yeah. But one thing that like surprised me was I think in Heaven and Hell he had like Quavo and Offset, and I think he had one other big feature as well. Um, yeah, Quavo and Offset so, were the song uh, had enough, but it, that was a song originally, which was in Jack Boys, if you remember. That oh yes, was, yeah, 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 yeah. So so it was in Jack Boys and in Heaven and Hell, but. Yeah. Uh, even the feature, I, th- I don't remember who was the feature. Shrek West song. was the other one. Um, yeah, spaceships, and, spaceships, and spaceships. I, I think it, was, I think it was called spaceships. Well, it was Shrek West? Oh, was that sh- okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's probably the one then. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Spaceship uh, is the one. Shrek West. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That song. That was a good song. Can't feel my legs was a good song. But I'm talking about the song with Travis called Euphoria. That was one of my favorite songs in the album. Oh yes. There was, yeah. There, there was another girl who was. The feature who had the uh basically she had the hook and everything and she was she was amazing throughout the whole song like she had an amazing voice i think it might be the same girl cash page no i think it was someone else okay, cash page. Yes, yes, like cash page yeah cash page she was amazing yeah it's not the same but she was amazing but no yeah anyways, but like, like yeah but okay so i just wanted to say like in terms of features though i definitely did expect maybe a few other bigger names just because yeah. like we everyone knows of not about don toliver now right like and yeah especially the a, way he's a, that he's worked with other features bro exactly, even in Kanye right? West album. exactly yeah exactly so like he obviously has like a lot of uh connections with other major artists um like i thought gonna might be on a song with him too um yeah, but then i yeah. guess Roddy but Rich. i guess gonna wouldn't fit in this album right like the direction that he i don't know in, the thing is the thing is, uh, for example, like songs like Bogus and the songs like uh, Company, Gunna, you know that Gunna can def- like fit in any beat he wants to because he also basically slides beats like it's like nobody's business. Like he can he basically like, slide his way through a beat. So I think he could have also worked in one of those songs. Uh, but in, I think I think Don Toliver might have a deluxe that he's, he, has a big, he has big features on it. I don't know why, but I think that's possible. Yeah, no, definitely. I think like just off like the success that it's already kind of had, like to be number yeah. one already, which yeah. no other like other like, no other major album that was released after CLB and Donda was mm-hmm. able to do. Like they weren't really able to get the number one spot. Um, like Lil Nas wasn't able to do it, NLE wasn't able to do it, even though like it's he does so called have like a huge following. Meek Mill, they weren't able to get. He, yeah, yeah, Meek, Meek Mill wasn't even close. Well, we'll get into the Meek Mill conversation yeah. a little after, um, but. Yeah, so like you can already tell that he has a lot of influence um, to be number one already. Um, but I guess it was also good timing, right? Because now we're like, I think, what? It's almost been a month since CLB has been out. So, yeah, um, yeah. like people probably are ready to listen to something else as well now. So it was, it was yeah. perfect timing for him to release the album. And the thing is, we talked about this before as well, because he announced his tour before his album. Like everyone knew that the album was going to be called Life of a Dawn. 
because right. that's what his uh, tour was called and he was like saying so it created a bit more hype because people were like uh, record, recording like uh, some of the songs for example bogus was leaked uh, wasn't leaked he performed it live and people loved it because they were like this is an amazing song to listen like like live on a live stage and everything so it created a bit more hype for that album and i liked the uh, and, and i liked his rollout it was amazing the trailer was beautiful and everything uh, but anyways like for example for me like the features uh, uh you're right like the the, the feature on uh, drugs and hell melodies was amazing the feature on you by Travis Scott was also um, very good but it wasn't the best Travis Scott feature because he started rapping in it i think he should have gone for that 902 or no flow it would have worked a bit better the first part the first half of it uh but uh i think in the song uh, smoke i i didn't like sofego's um, feature i don't know why but pe- pe- people are just trying to like basically push sofego on our faces i just don't like him that much he's i think he's signed to trippy red and he's uh, like he's a closely co-signed in the same label as trippy red or maybe by signed by trippy red and he was on the song in his album and mp5 uh, in the trippy red's album i just don't like him that much heaven had a good uh, even though the hook was very repetitive uh, smoke smoke but i liked it and the, his verse was pretty good but uh, overall like the features were pretty good so do you want to rate the features yeah um so i think in my opinion um the features for me would probably be, be like maybe a 7 um yeah, and was, just yeah yeah the, and the reason obviously for that is because the Travis Scott feature we already knew we were going to get for sure right like Travis yeah. was already promoting the album so much like you he, he I mean, would he has to be multiple times there, yeah. exactly yeah like it's like it's like that it's, it's like that Gunna and Young Thug relationship right exactly like if yeah. Gunna releases an album he has to have Young Thug if Young Thug releases an album Gunna has to be in that album Exactly. Yeah, like when you're signed to his label then obviously you're going it's to like expect that father and son relationship. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um so that because of that like nothing no other feature really shocked me. Like I wasn't like, "Oh, this is sick. Like I can't wait to listen to it." Like no, mm-hmm. there wasn't really another feature like that, so that's why I would give it a 7. Um like the reason it's still pretty high is because like the other features that were in this did a really good job. So um yeah, that that's why I would give it a 7. What about you? I'm well I'm going to give it like a 7.3 7.4 7.3 something like that some 7.3 uh I have the same opinions and uh, I th- I just wish there was like a one or two more features bigger features like for example if he even just switched out like so we go for like a, a gunna feature or, or just because of that beat even if he had like trippy red it would have been worked uh, it would have been better because I just don't like so pego that much or little baby Uh, or like some other big artists like it would have been a bit better and oh, but like big baby kings feature and Travis Scott's feature they were both amazing so i'm just going to give it it's not bad like if it was bad it was it would have been below 6 but it's like a 7.3 for me yeah okay i guess so i think we should get into the production category yes okay so um i guess i could start with the production so for yeah. me like the production was I think the best element of the album the production was so good and like I was saying before like initially I couldn't really see what the production was just listening to it in the car but yeah. like with your headphones in man you can really tell the amount of effort put into the production of this album like uh just the ad-libs the melodies the flow like everything was so perfect the beat were the beats were amazing as well um and a lot of the songs brought like kind like very different beats um to it So yeah. yeah for for me production was definitely one of the best elements of this album. 
uh i agree because the thing is like when the, uh, like i said as well that i listened to when when i listened to the uh, album on my headphones i had a completely like different perspective about the album because of the quality of the production right uh because with the production like you saw elements of mike dean playing his electric guitar in some of the songs and uh basically a travis scott type of like elements in the production because uh, travis scott was highly influential throughout this whole album in my opinion because there were similar beats to his songs and uh, don tolver also produces his own songs he also had his influence on the beats and everything but they worked perfectly for don tolver even the slower beats and the faster beats it's just showed his versatility and the overall production of the album like if you listen to the album in one go it just it's it's an amazing experience i can listen to the album in one go again and again and yeah no you're right album. exactly yeah. that that's that's what it is like it didn't feel like an experience before um yeah, but then yeah. listening to it again then it was like oh yeah this is definitely like you can kind of tell what he's trying to do with this album like he um you'll go through different emotions with it and everything like it's and then you're right. Obviously, the Travis Scott influence is huge in this album. Like yeah, it's clear, it right? Like it's clear how much um, of like his work has been taken into this one. Um, so, yeah, like that. That's what really set this one apart because you know you'll see like other people try to like take influence from Travis, but it wouldn't work as well. But in this case, like it it worked perfectly. It it did like uh that's what that's what we said like i mean the production just worked throughout the whole album for him it felt like a complete album uh, the production quality was insane and uh i guess like we we don't have to talk much about the production because uh, once you like listen to the album you will know exactly what we're talking about because uh, we're not going to get into like the hefty detail like the 808s and everything but like there were a lot of big producers yeah, in the album and some producers that we didn't know about for example there was dj mustard and then there was like Metro Boomin, and then there was, of course, Mike Dean and Travis Scott also produced some of the songs. Uh, but whenever there's like DJ Mustard, he never produces a bad song. Even with Metro Boomin, can you tell me a bad Metro Boomin song? Except yeah, no, for Metro his Boomin. collaborative albums. Right, yeah, yeah, no, no, Metro Boomin, like just in terms of production alone, like he always does a good job. But like obviously yeah. sometimes the song itself isn't that good because maybe the artist that's in there doesn't fit that well with the beat or yeah. something. But, but, but like even production. in that case, even in that case, it's not like 90% of the time his songs are like hits. Yeah, exactly. Like with him, when he produces a song, you don't even need like to enjoy the artist that's on it. Like you can just enjoy yeah. the production and still like the song a lot. Yeah. Like uh, I think he produced Company, which was beautifully produced. Company part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, no, com- Company for sure. Yeah um but i think yeah who were some of the other uh producers that we saw like that were new in this case i think it was like dj dahi like i don't know who that is sir dylan i don't know if you know um no. and then yeah exactly and then uh for flocky flocky it was cardo and des right like there's it's a bunch of different um producers that kind of came together to make this album um but yeah, to exactly. still so make weird. a very consistent sound throughout is pretty impressive I agree. I hundred percent agree. Uh, to be consistent and to be different throughout the whole album, like there, like I said, like there were some Spanish Spanish music uh, elements throughout the songs, and just uh, like when you see this kind of production quality, you know that Travis Scott is behind some of it because we've seen whenever Travis Scott releases an album, it's always a masterpiece when it comes to production. Like you're 
you're gonna listen to different songs that you've never heard before right yeah no no, no you're right I guess, and then i for, i forgot to say earlier but like we were talking about 5x and like that production is like so clear that it's like has to be like some travis influence in that production like it was Mike Dean, I think, that produced that song, which makes sense. Yeah, guess, it was, right? yeah exactly. It makes Travis sense. It was Santa part of Mike yeah. Dean. Exactly. So, so yeah, you can yeah, see yeah, the similarities cool. throughout the album. Like, 100%, you could see the similarities. But then at the same time, like, he owned it as well. Like, it was, you know, he kind of set his own, like, uh, path on with this album. Too. I mean, the thing is, Don Tolliver also produces his own music. So, he has his elements to the song as well. And then the Travis Scott influence and the mastermind of Mike Dean. So it just worked out amazing, like throughout every single song, like it worked out. And right. uh, I guess well, we don't have to talk much about more, more about that uh, production. So I guess, uh, do you want to give it a rating? Yeah. Okay. So this for me was definitely the best part of it. So I'll have to give it a 9.5, I think maybe even a 10. Yeah. Like it was, it was definitely that the good, best right? element for me. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm also going to go for a 9.5. I could also go for a 9. Exactly. Like I'm going to go with the same thing as you. It's, it's either going to be a 9.5 or a 10. It was that good like you could see the mastering and like the finishing throughout the whole album was perfect it wasn't it was like it didn't seem that it was delivered early or late like even in donda in some of the songs we realized that it might be a bit earlier like it might be a bit early to release this album because it wasn't finished properly in some of the songs i think you and i we both realized that in this for like for example in this album it just it didn't feel like that it felt complete and perfect yes exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess uh, we're done with the production, we're done with the features, we're done with the artist performance. Let's just get into the overall album and then we're going to give our review on that. Or our yeah, rating okay. on that, actually. Okay, so, I mean, yeah, so we already kind of discussed a little bit about like yeah, what we thought yeah. of the overall album. Um, yeah. But like, once again, I'm just going to say that it was it was a pretty impressive uh, album from him because um, we got to see like a different side of him as well, like the combination yeah. of rapping and his vocals, obviously we already know of. Um, and then on top of that, bringing like other features that were able to work so perfectly. So it, uh, and also like just the intro alone, and then also like the outro, like the first and last song are both amazing. Like normally, you know, you'll kind of sometimes see like a drop in quality in certain songs, but no, like with this front to back, there's the quality is always there. So um, yeah, that's what just makes this album so good for me. It does, it does 100%. And I completely agree with you. I mean, like, uh, I'm not going to see the thing is like, no, I think you you said this earlier that uh, you want to hear more of Tron Tolliver now, like after listening to these songs. And I think he did that like uh, purposely to basically attract more listeners and then just to get like, like the eagerness to listen to more Don Tolliver songs. And now we're going to be more excited when he releases it. For example, like, yeah, like next year. Uh, there's another Don Tolliver album release and then we're talking about we're going to be more excited because we've heard two amazing projects from him and then oh, he's going to be doing a lot of features in that time as well so we're going to get more excited for the for his future because he's a young artist he's a new artist he only has two major albums and he has a long way to go he's very versatile and his song is not even just a song his albums are going to age well for sure yeah no I think you know what like for me this album kind of now puts him in a different level than what he originally yeah. was at. Like, yeah. do you remember, like, even with Gunna, like, what, like, it was a distinct point. Like, we remember the point where it was like, okay, now Gunna's in a part of this, like, level of rappers. Um, yeah. And Don Tolliver is, I think now he set himself up as, like, you know, one of the top artists um, with this album. I agree. I 100% agree. 
uh it's uh, and you gave like the perfect example of gonna like uh, i think it was the first uh like when gonna dropped his album at the like i started listening to gonna uh when he dropped his song with little baby i mean i knew who gonna was because i listened to his uh drip season two and stuff before that uh when young thug people like brought him on but like he got into his game when he released uh sold out no no it was what was the song with little baby that like yeah no sold out dates i think you're right no 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 that was the second song that was uh what was it called okay just give me a second it's a, it's a drip uh drip too hard drip too hard oh drip yes yeah, too yeah, hard yeah. yeah that was that was that was their biggest song and that was a banger yeah yeah drip too hard yeah like everyone loved that song it it, like did numbers and everything and that just basically set an element but even though after that i think he released drip or drown three or drip or drown two i think it was drip or drown three uh that album was good but it wasn't like liked by every single one i liked it but it wasn't his best work uh it was drip or drown two uh, but then uh, when we listened to Wanna, he basically got into his own element and then he showed his versatility. The way that he flew, basically wrote those beats was just insane. So you're right, like Don Toliver is showing those elements. But in my opinion, I think he's showing it a bit better because he, his start is uh, uh, better than Gunna's. Yeah, I mean, and I think that obviously like could also be because of um, Travis, Scott. Travis Scott. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Like. Um, he's getting him in with the same people that obviously Travis has already had connections with. So Don yeah. Toliver has like more access maybe that Gunna might've originally had. Um, so that could also play a factor. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like obviously even Gunna, like is still fairly new, right? Like I think it was 2020 when his one mm-hmm. album came out, which we all really liked. Um, so they're both very like new artists. Uh, mm-hmm. So like in the future, we're going to see a lot more work from Don Toliver. But oh, like yeah. the fact that you release a first album that everyone really enjoyed, like Heaven and Hell, we were all really liked. And then now you release another album that is really good as well. Like this is exactly the Travis Scott path, which it's like every single album that he came out, came out with was really good. Um, so like, yeah, if he keeps going in this direction and he doesn't disappoint, then yeah, 100% he'll be on his way up like that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think that's uh, I think that's our like overall review of the album and i do you want i think let's just go do you want to go into our top five songs uh yeah okay sure so do you want to go do you want to start with your top five okay so uh for me right now uh i think my favorite song is cross faded um i think this one he took a little different direction with it and that's what i really liked he it was kind of more of like an upbeat song compared to the other ones um and that's why like it was one of my favorite right now like it's obviously still only a few listens in um so yeah crossfaded i would have there um flocky flocky is probably my second uh favorite i really like that song um mm. outer space would be maybe my third bogus would be my fourth mm. and um i think i have to put es- uh, escape in there as well yeah i agree yeah, so that that's my top five. What about you? Uh, my top five were okay. So the thing is, initially uh, for me, my first like my best song after my first listen or two was Bogus, uh, but it changed. So my top five, my first, uh, my number one song is gonna be Swang It On uh, Westheimer because it I don't know it. The song just felt amazing when I listened to it like on my headphones. It's it's an amazing song that you can vibe to with the beat. 
I don't know. I I don't know that you like the song a lot, but I I just I think you should just listen to it more. It's just, it's gonna grow on you. It did the same with me, and uh, I love that yeah. song. For me, my second favorite song is gonna be Flocky Flocky. My third song is gonna be Bogus. My fourth song is gonna be uh, Crossfaded. Actually, uh, yeah, my fourth song is gonna be Crossfaded, and my fifth one is Outer Space. But the thing is. Uh, I I'm I'm probably gonna be switching these because the thing is drugs and hella melodies where it was released as a single but it's an amazing song, so I can change the song like with the bogus like in the next week or something. But right now that's my top five and I'm gonna go with it. Yeah no I mean so yeah these are like the some of the solid songs that like everyone should take a listen to for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah overall it was it was a pretty good album man. Like yeah, it has to be one of the best of the year. Like considering yeah. even though like the amount of artists that have released to be up there is uh is pretty incredible it's pretty incredible 100 percent uh so let's just give our final ratings on the album what are you gonna give it okay so um i think you know taking everything into account features production his performance i think uh for me this would be hmm, like maybe a nine out of ten because it's really that good like Mm-hmm. trust me everyone has to listen to this album properly if you yeah. if you don't like it right now like you're definitely going this album will definitely grow on you um but yeah for, for like a 9.9 out of 10 which is a really high rating for me but um yeah it's just that good what about you yeah i don't like to be similar in ratings and stuff but i have to give it a nine as well because like the elements throughout the whole album especially the way that we like basically broke it down into production and features and everything it just adds up to be a nine and it could be i could like give it like a 9.3 or 9.4 it could be there but uh, for me like nine is a solid rating like it's the best uh, it's one of the best ratings you can get like uh it could be a 10 out of 10 album if, if it just had like a few more elements to it but right now it's a nine and everyone has to listen to it you're right 100 percent like it uh uh, the anticipation for this album was right. The expectations were high, and it lived up to my expectation. I loved it. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Everyone definitely has to give this album a release. Yeah, that's true. So that was our review for "Life of a Dawn" by Don Tolliver. Uh, hopefully, you guys liked it. I think now we have to get into some other topics. But before getting into our other topics, I want to thank you to the people. To our audience who've been listening to our podcast, we've we have hit the hundred listeners mark uh, this week, and we've only been basically been uh, putting out our podcast for a month now, and uh, seeing people listening from the U.S., from Germany, from Canada, from Pakistan, uh, it's insane. Like, uh, I wasn't expecting to get like a hundred listens in like the first month, and. Uh, Hopefully you guys keep on listening to our podcast. We're just going to get uh, keep getting better and better. And hopefully, uh, and I think next week or probably like in the next episode or in the next two episodes, we're going to be doing video versions of our podcast, which is going to be uploaded on YouTube. Uh, so we're just going to get keep getting better. The production quality is going to get better. Mic, the mic quality is going to get better. And Osan, what do you want to say? Or what do you want to say to the fans? yeah i mean honestly we like we really appreciate like the support we already see like some fans coming back from episode to episode 
and yeah. that's definitely something really huge like we really appreciate you know like you guys listening to multiple um episodes and we hope that you're enjoying it but yeah like you said like i think production wise like there's definitely a lot of changes that we need to make and a lot of improvements yeah. um but yeah. you know as we keep growing we're like learning more and more about it and uh we'll definitely keep improving the production um but yeah like we'll try to make this available on like more platforms like yeah youtube yeah. and then you know we're definitely we definitely have other plans um so yeah like definitely watch out for like maybe clips or stuff like that that we might release yeah we're gonna be doing clips for sure exactly so um but yeah at the end of the day like we really appreciate you guys uh you know getting us to that 100 listen mark and uh yeah hopefully we're just gonna keep growing and get keep giving you guys this content yeah but also like you know let us know if you guys want us to discuss some other things um and we can definitely do that for you guys as well yeah the thing is we have unlimited amount of topics if you want to like listen to us talk about our daily lives or whatever is going on with Enes or our past experiences or it's like something related to like for example what's going on in the tech world the gaming and gaming world or like just some other topics we can do a podcast where we're basically talking about random stuff it just doesn't have to be music and sports we're gonna have our episodes on that as well but we can do like a special episode where we just talk about like our daily lives and our whatever so if you guys want that we can do that just leave your suggestions below and everything and just like our podcast and thank you for listening to us uh i guess uh let's get into our next topic uh, our next topic is going to be the, do you want to talk about the new music that the other new music that released this weekend or should i go into the travis scott topic first uh since we're already on like you know you might as well talk about the travis scott thing first and then we'll okay. yeah it. sure yeah. So there's been strong rumors and it's basically been confirmed by a lot of major articles uh, that Travis Scott is not releasing Utopia for another year. But the, the positive but the positive point for uh, the positive part of this announcement is that he's he's basically releasing a mixtape before his album, which is going to be called Dystopia. And that is going to be released in like a couple of weeks, according to the leaks. And uh, so like that, like there's been rumors that Travis Scott is just basically going for the same same approach as Days Before Rodeo and Rodeo. And we all know how both of those albums, like that mixtape and the album, basically will play a huge role in Travis Scott's uh, uh, discography. And it like days before rodeos has one of the best like songs from Travis Scott like drug what was it the drugs you should try like for example like it, it that that was the best Travis Scott song that I've ever heard in my life and like for like that's what I'm saying like this uh so this this mixtape is gonna be hopefully be released in like a few weeks and it's just gonna set the tone for us that how Utopia is gonna feel like and I like the name because dystopia and Utopia like they both have like uh it's just not a rhyming name they both have basically a meaning to itself uh but yeah you know what i really is, yeah. like about the names is that they both yeah. are like it's the opposite meaning for both so i don't know maybe like he's gonna have to take a different direction on both of them like uh dystopia is obviously more like suffering and stuff but euphoria is like happiness so it's like yeah exactly. he's gonna have to he's gonna give yeah. us like two completely like different types of albums i think which which is kind of cool right like i think that's kind of exciting as well that like now we get additional music exactly that's that's the thing like uh mike dean and travis scott and there was a picture posted yesterday i think travis scott had uh it was on october 8th uh, so i think it was yesterday that travis scott posted on his instagram story he was working with mike dean so he was 100 percent basically 
uh, working on his uh, new album. And we know that Mike Dean is always going to be working on a Travis Scott album. And uh, so basically Utopia is going to be Utopia is going to be releasing in the next year. And we're going to be getting Dystopia probably in the next few weeks or by December or maybe before that. And I'm highly excited. Like I'm excited for her because the Travis Scott album, Travis Scott never disappoints. And hopefully if, if it lives up to the days before Rodeo and the Rodeo uh, basically uh, type of mixtape album relationship, it's going to be amazing. And he, he, in my opinion, I think this might be the year Travis Scott's going to get the album of the year. With, yeah, no, no. So next year you mean, right? Of, yeah, uh, pretty, yeah, year, I yeah, agree. Yeah. I think I think that's why he's also going for this approach because he's gonna uh, do you think that he's going for this approach because Kendrick is gonna release this year J Cole already did Drake did yeah no I Kanye guess you're West right did. like the competition so I think yeah so the competition he he wants to be in the competition so technically he's gonna be in the competition with Dystopia but then he's gonna be there next year as well with Utopia yeah no 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 I think it's a smart move uh, from him but like obviously Drake is probably still gonna release next year because he gives us an album almost every year. So like he still would have to I mean, be with just Drake, but um, yeah, yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, like yeah, you're sure. right. Like this is, yeah, exactly. Even that's not for sure. Maybe he keeps delaying or whatever. But um, yeah. like Kendrick is definitely going to be someone that's tough to compete with. Jake Cole, maybe like I think Travis has an edge over him now. At yeah, Jake. At this point, like the last uh, what was it? Off season wasn't that like amazing. It was a good album, but it wasn't just that good. Yeah, it de- um, it definitely was. Like I I finally like you know like the album before that I didn't enjoy much at all. So like it was. Yeah, it was better than that. It was better than that. Like the the what was it? Kod was before. Yeah, Kod, Kod. Yeah. Yeah, it was better than that album. But like, what was the what's that Off-season, album like? Right? The, no, 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 before, like, the one with the no role models and everything, what's that album called? Oh, uh, Forest Hill Drive, I think that's what it's called. Forest Hill Drive, that, that's his, that's the best J. Cole album that he's ever released, in my opinion. Yeah, 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 no, 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 100% I agree, like, that one, like, I will always go back and listen to songs from there, all oh, the time, yeah. like, it's such a good song, it's, it has such good songs, like, No Role Models is obviously an all-time, I think Apparently is in that album, Apparently, yeah. um, White Dreams is another one that was a really good song, like, there's some great, great songs in that one. But I mean, J. Cole has nothing really to prove, right? Like, obviously, everyone already he knows like, yeah, exactly. where he stands. Um, but yeah, you're right. Just like in terms of competition wise, like, yeah, I guess it is a smart move from him. It's, it's a little like strategic approach that he took with it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's for sure. Yeah, and then uh, maybe also like, you know, his boy Don Tolver released. So maybe he didn't want to outshine him with his album. So um, yeah, like, I, I, I get the reasoning behind it. Makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Like I, uh, because, like he basically, he chose a perfect time to release his his albums and everything. And I think it's gonna be a good like thing. We're gonna technically get like two albums by Travis Scott, and he's gonna do numbers and everything. Uh, but like overall, like I'm expecting big things from it, and we know that Travis Scott is gonna bring like different elements to this, and so he's gonna have that psychedelic type of music trap. Because even in in a Don Toller album. I'm not gonna call it a trap album because it had that psychedelic elements to the, the, this album, which Travis Scott brings to his album. That's why we we're saying that uh, this album was highly influenced by Travis Scott's music, and it clearly showed by the psychedelic music that was inside his whole album. And uh, it's gonna be in Travis Scott's new album as well. Uh, where people are saying that it's gonna be uh, sort of a, a, a rock slash psychedelic music in it, or a pop slash psychedelic music in it, but overall let's see 
uh but i guess that's that's it for that talk, topic uh so do you want to move into the new songs that came out this weekend yes um so i mean i didn't actually initially knew i didn't know about many of these songs i think you told me about some of these yeah. um like i think most of these releases yeah um but prada was one of them that came out with uh um, yes and lil teka and um you know obviously mm-hmm. like their sounds work really well with each other because they kind yeah. of make the same type of music like they just make hits yeah. for like tiktok and stuff like that TikTok so it, and everything. It it's, for, same, it's for the yeah. G- yeah, generic audience yeah yeah exactly so for me for me i like the song i like the song but it's just like I've, i think i've heard the song like many times now it's the same song <laughs> yeah no you're right over the same different hook yeah but it's good yeah, like I, it's not that yeah, like they're, listen to it though. yeah they're finding obviously a lot of success with it um so yeah. they're gonna keep it's easy it. to listen to i guess yeah, it's easy exactly. to listen to. like this is yeah. kind of what, like a lot of the new sound is now so yeah um, i agree it's more like 100%. hip-hop type like r&b almost. it's what the newer generation that likes it exactly so yeah it, it, it was it was a good song um but late to the party was definitely a really good song joiner is yeah. like collabing with ty dolla sign in this one um and he's getting some big features lately so he's releasing every yeah. single week a single but the big feature exactly like we we just saw the j cole one um mm-hmm. and now we're seeing little baby yeah we saw little baby and Ron then now we're OG. seeing yeah, ty dolla sign so yeah like there's he's releasing like really really good music lately um, so maybe like he also will be coming out with an album soon, pro- maybe the, by next year. I would say probably not this year now, um, but um, yeah, like I'm I'm really enjoying uh, the music that he's coming out with. So that was a really good song. And then what was the last one that you were talking about? Uh, the song. Uh, yes. I think it was uh, "Love 'Em All" by Sleepy Hollow. Uh, I know there's a lot of Sleepy Hollow fans. I'm not a huge Sleepy Hollow fans, but I like a little bit of like I like some of the songs. Uh, and that song is like the new song. Like, it's called "Love 'Em All." It's an amazing song. I loved it. And I guess I don't think you've heard it, but I think you should listen to it, and it's a good song. Yeah, no, I definitely give that a listen. Yeah, but I guess that's uh that's it for uh, the new music that re- the major new releases. Uh, of course, uh, Justin Bieber also dropped a song, but I'm not a huge Justin Bieber fan, and I haven't even listened to the song yet. I am gonna listen to it, but uh, yeah, I'm just gonna listen to it like a fun. But and uh, actually, one more song that I want to talk about is uh, "Who Wants Smoke." That was a new song released by Nardo, Wig, G Herbo, Lil Durk, and Twenty One Savage, and uh, the music video for it. Uh, you should go and watch that music video. It's an amazing music video. It's shot by Cole Bennett from Lyrical Lemonade uh and uh that song was amazing and another song that i want to talk about was made away that was by uh face Kason. i think that's how you pronounce his name yeah what did you think about that song he had future and little Dirk on that song yeah i mean <laughs> it seems like everyone will just find an opportunity to get into music now um I mean, but when you have the cash, like, i'm assuming yeah. yeah i guess um, but i'm assuming he's probably like a streamer um but and yeah. he only has one release uh, but mm-hmm. honestly, this is a good song, man. He got some big features in there. You were telling me about yeah, this. Li- um... Yeah, Lil Durk, actually, like, he he was the best part of it. I mean, whenever you have Future as a feature artist, he is always going to kill this verse because he's perfect for those. Even, like, uh, Lil Durk. Lil Durk just, he has that power to basically uh, make, a, make a song, his own song with his flow, his uh, hooks and everything. So it was, a, it was an amazing song. Everyone should go and listen to it. It's called yep. uh, "Made Away" by Face Case on Lil Durk and Future. Yeah, uh, but you know what? Just... I find a little, 
um odd at times though is okay so like you wouldn't ever see like you know drake or travis be like being a feature on like a song with a streamer you know, all of a sudden for example right? like, like normally you wouldn't see that yeah, for exactly example, yeah like, you yeah. normally wouldn't say that just, but like with future like for some reason even though like he's already done, made such great music like he's already considered as one of the top artists ever mm -hmm. and uh for some reason like he still will feature with like these people i don't really know i don't really like it too much because it's just like, i mean I if you know, think like, about you it like bro, if you think about it rick ross he's he's like he is there like in the top rappers like for everyone right rick ross has made a song with ksi little baby has made a song with ksi a future has made a song with KSI. Twenty One Savage has made a song with KSI. Liz Dirk has made a song with yeah, KSI. Yeah, okay, okay, but then Twenty One and like he's not at the same level as like Drake and Travis and J Cole. Like he's not right. Yeah, um, I agree. But I but think that's... Future was up there. But like the fact that he does these features, like it just I don't know. Like for me, I don't. I think it's. It. I agree. I agree. I, I agree. But the thing is, he elevates those songs for those artists, and uh, that's why everyone see the thing is whenever if if you for example if you're ksi and if you bring on drake on your song drake is going to overpower you in that song for like any day of the week if you bring travis card travis card is going to get the most attention right that's why because i it's i don't think the money is the problem for them because i think they can exactly. easily afford them yeah, yeah so i think i think this might be a bit of a problem that if they bring drake or travis card or like these kind of type of rappers or something into their songs they're just going to overpower them and future is the perfect feature artist because he doesn't let he doesn't like make the song his song he's there for the his feature part and he does that perfectly that's why they choose future over other rap or other major rappers in my opinion i mean okay i can see that side of it as well but it's just like okay yeah. phase case on like this guy's not an artist so like yeah, why, why feature with him right like yeah. i mean i get it like they did like it's good it's, it is a good song yeah. um but like i don't know for me it's just like future was up there so it's like he shouldn't really need to like be in features with these type of uh like artists but i mean obviously like maybe he also wants to give them more attention like maybe he wants to yeah. give like his more attention yeah we don't like know so exactly we don't know about like those like those yeah we don't know the intention of like what sentence. the reasoning exactly. is behind being a feature but i, but but I get your point just, yeah, yeah but i get your point i don't know i, I don't love it yeah I mean, like, for it's, me, it's like, good music, but I don't love it. Yeah, for me, like Future has one of the best songs of trap, in my opinion. Uh, it's probably the best song of all time in the trap genre. It's called uh, Cody and Crazy. For me, that song is just brilliant. Whenever I listen to that song, it's just it's amazing. So he has that role in this trap genre. Like, that's a huge, like he portrays a huge role, especially as a feature artist or just a trap artist in general, like his, uh, his sound. Uh, but you're right. I agree. Like he, this is basically this this signifies uh, basically signifies him as that he's basically going on a downfall, and then he's going like on like some and basically anyone who pays him is going to be on that song and like artists like Travis Scott and Drake, they're not just going to go on to like any other rapper whoever basically signs them and gives them the money. Right. Yeah, yeah but i guess okay so that's all the all the music that kind of came out this friday that yeah. we also really enjoyed yeah um and uh, one there's last one thing, thing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. there's one thing that you want to add on but i think I, yes. I just need i just need to tell you guys one thing that next week uh young thug is releasing his album finally right. which is punk so we're going to be doing our uh, same uh, same kind of a review just like we did of this album so uh, keep a lookout on that we're probably going to be releasing it next saturday uh and uh, hopefully it's like it's a good album anyways you can carry on with your 
last right yeah okay so one thing that i just wanted to quickly talk about was okay so now like you know the first week's numbers are in for meek mill's album um and it didn't do well at all um so okay Mm -hmm. so basically you know lil nas i think did 129k in his first week um nle did like 155 i think in his first week um and meek mill did 90,000, which is not much at all like he you would expect someone who's already been in the rap game for so long um he has quite a bit of influence to be able to like you know get bigger numbers but like it wasn't that good like his performance wasn't that great um and this album was called expensive pain by the way if anyone still wants to listen to it but um yeah that was that was a little disappointing and then (laughs) obviously academics didn't lose an opportunity and um he was waiting for a moment like this. He was waiting for Meek Mill to kind of flop. Um, and that's exactly what he did. He capitalized, you know, the, the beef is sparked again and they're just going back and forth. Um, and that that's really funny to me, like just seeing that. Um, but yeah, like overall, like that album really didn't do too well. And apparently he did also put a lot of money in promotion and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. But the fact that he wasn't able to get like good numbers is kind of dis- kind of disappointing for him. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, that was the last thing that I kind of just wanted to bring up was just like, you know, his numbers and kind of the disappointment for him uh, with this release. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I never went... Uh, the yeah. Thing, yeah, I'm just going to talk about Meek Mill's album. The thing is, like, we both said that we need a few more listens into this album. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I listened to it like once more or something, but I just couldn't go back. Like, I didn't want to go back. It wasn't that amazing or anything, so... You're right. Like it, it was good, but it wasn't that good that I, that I would go back to the album. So, yeah, especially John Oliver releasing this year, this right. week, it, it exactly. gives us more music, more That's quality music. Yeah, I think yeah, the timing was like way off with this one from him. Like you can't compete with these artists right now. Like you're not as relevant as like you yeah. used to be. Um, like I'm, I'm not trying to like hate on him or anything, but I'm just like you know, just saying how it is right now and. The numbers won't lie like that's just how it is like clearly he wasn't really able to make a lot of noise with his album um and it's hard to do that when you have so many other artists coming out with like really good albums too uh not to say like it wasn't a good album like we still kind of like thought it was you know we enjoyed it a little bit um and there's definitely certain songs that we'll go back to but um Mm. yeah it's just a tough time to be like releasing an album right now anyways uh so yeah i think that timing was the biggest issue with it but yeah, I think that's kind of all I wanted to talk about with this. Uh, is there anything else that you want to add? Uh, no, I guess that's it. Uh, and yeah, uh, I guess uh, just keep on listening to our podcast. And uh, our next episode is going to be on our sports episode. Uh, on our sports episode, and we're going to be talking about the UEFA Nations League uh, and the first up qualifiers a little bit. And we're going to be getting more into the NBA side. And the main event for this weekend, which is going to be uh, Wilder versus Tyson Fury, their third fight, uh, which is going to be our main focus, I think. Uh, right. And I, then one other thing we'll definitely will also be talking about, which I'm sure some people have already like you know seen, is the Newcastle news. So we'll be talking yeah, a little bit about that like, as well. That's yeah, for that sure going to be like a big focus. 100%. 100%. Yeah. The takeover. Yeah, yeah. So we'll give you guys for sure. on that. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. yeah so I guess uh, that's it for this episode. I hope you guys like this episode and yeah yeah i mean if you guys want us to continue doing like album reviews like this where we kind of just you know spend a full episode of just getting in depth about um an album if you guys really like this format then let us know and we can continue doing this 
Um, but yeah, cont- like keep watching out for, you know, more content on other platforms as well on YouTube, especially we're probably mm-hmm. going to be releasing more things on there. Um, but yeah, just keep following uh, the podcast and give us any suggestions if you guys have any about like what direction maybe we should be going in. Um, but yeah, again, we really appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, and thank you.